Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. I'm Leo Phillips, host of This Must Be The Gig. We're a weekly podcast that documents everything about the world of live music. Speaking with choreographers, costume and set designers, the people who run beloved venues and festivals, and, of course, speaking with musicians about that one gig that changed their lives. Get your peek behind the curtain at consequenceofsound.net, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you so much for uh, making your way here, checking out our series. If this is uh, your type of thing, catching up with all of your uh, your favorite artist interviews, uh, hopefully you'll hit that subscribe button so We'll be able to send three interviews to you every single week. A brand new interview every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you like to get your podcasts from. Just type in Kyle Meredith with it. Subscribe so you can keep up with all of your favorite artists, what they're up to, discover some new ones, know what's happening in the music world. I'm Kyle Meredith, and today I'm going to be talking with the Front Bottoms. They've got a brand new record called In Sickness and in Flames. It is a monster of an album that I'm in love with. We recorded this interview right before they were to do some drive-in shows. So, of course, I, I want to hear about what the prep was like uh, going into that, uh, as well as the, the recent ukulele versions of some of the tracks that they had just done with proceeds going to uh, the uh, Black Lives Matter organizations. And then we get into the record itself. In Sickness and in Flames, uh, they talk about getting older and having the ability to laugh at yourself, uh, the need for a song to change along with the listener and how they're interpreting it. 
taking things back to basics as far as their sounds and and, and how they kind of uh, go into a recording on a record like this and the continuing story of their lives within the songs. And In fact, they'll talk about having resolution in hindsight. And then into the singles themselves, I want to talk a lot about Montgomery Forever, not only because it's one of the songs on the album, uh, but because it's actually referenced later on in another track as well. And within that, they'll talk about how you know they love leaving those little Easter eggs all throughout a record. And it's because of that that I kind of want to wonder, is a rock opera in their future? We'll be asking that as well. So let's get into this. The record is called In Sickness and in Flames. It's Kyle Meredith with The Front Bottoms. Hey, man. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it's it's great to see you both. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about what's going on outside of the record, uh, because as everyone's trying to be very creative right now, you guys have found ways to do that. And I, as I read, I think the most exciting thing is these drive-in shows, right? I yeah. think so, yeah, definitely. So how's this going to work? I mean, uh, and, and how do you prepare for something like this exactly? Yeah, I don't know. We're still trying to figure that out. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> It's like, we just got to get through the shows, you know? I feel like that's kind of, with everything at this point in, like, the history of the world and stuff, it's sort of like, all right, just let's get through it, you know? Because I try to, like, pump myself up and talk about it and stuff, but then I'm like, oh, I just got to go play the show, you know? Yeah. Got to do it first. So we're sort of in the same boat as everybody else, I think. Yeah. We're just kind of waiting to see what happens. But I just bought, like, a nice pair of, like, uh, <laughs> FM lawn cutting guys so that i could tune in and listen to us play as we're up there oh, that's cool yeah i mean that could mess you up or you know be the perfect <laughs> i'll be like super delayed right but echo is just a little bit off uh, and I, I think that's the that that is the part of the the whole question for everybody right now is to what extent do you try to interact i mean obviously right. you know most artists 99 percent of artists are not doing the club thing or whatever except for like smash maps right 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 so, you know the occasional i mean was this just like did you, did you guys feel like we need to get in front of an audience and and this seems to be the only way well, we were doing the thing on Twitch. Like every Friday, we would go on Twitch, play a few songs, and make a few jokes or whatever. <laughs> and then this opportunity actually kind of came to us. And we were like, it sounds safe enough. Like you can't leave your car, four people per car, uh, spaced out. So we we're like, yeah, we'll give it a shot. Yeah. And you got uh, proceeds going to, uh, to local charities. Is that right? We always kind of usually do like something. Yeah. Yeah. We usually funnel off uh, <laughs> one stream of revenue to go to something that's you know positive well that's that's awesome i know that that was sort of also part of the story lately is uh you guys raised ten thousand dollars for black lives matter yeah. uh and that was uh that started with like ukulele versions right of these new songs yeah, yeah we did you know just kind of like you were saying before it's like at a point where you know the music and going on tour was like such a lifestyle so now that it's that's sort of stopped you know you just it all goes back to just trying to be creative so that was that was uh we thought okay well we have this music let's try to do a different version of it and then we can raise some money for a good cause so it's really just about kind of staying creative and that's where that came from i thought that came out awesome too you know it's like every time you do something like that it really is an experiment you know you're just kind of trying to make art and you know make it positive mm. uh, so when it does feel positive on the other side you know when it's all it's over and done with uh it's very exciting it's very lucky so yeah i mean ukulele they, it's also not far from doing like an acoustic version of a song or whatever uh what was it was it difficult at all to sort of break down you know how to how to make it still a piece of art for you on a you know something like that not really 
I mean, for me personally, it's just like, you know, another experience that you're going to go in and just try to make, you know, add your own little flavor to it, but keep it, uh, keep it cool. So that's kind of the mindset you go in with. And uh, sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. I thought that was, I, I enjoyed the, yeah. that experience. So I yeah. thought it was- well, uh, big compliments on this new record within Sickness and Inflamed. There's a lot happening here and, and I won't paint this like this is a, uh, everything is great little record because there are obviously moments throughout it where that is not the case, but there does seem to be a positivity being painted here in a time where positivity can sometimes seem out of place. So, so I would ask like, where does that come from on this record? I think that's kind of always been our aesthetic, you know, kind of like laughing at it all sort of, you know, uh, my mindset with a lot of this record was, you know, we're getting older now, so we're learning and we're trying to like, uh, you know, mature just as individuals and as artists. Um, and, you know, I think that was just kind of the, that's always kind of been our vibe, like, you know, with even songs in the past, like lyrically, it is kind of like, you know, laughing at yourself sort of a vibe. And I think also the reason I start making a song with Matt, the reason why we do start making music is to have some sort of sense of satisfaction which like in itself is very positive so i think that's why the vibe is what it is because when we start making the music it's coming from a place of like not frustration but there's like a really yeah there's, there's a tension there and then as the process continues and gets closer to the end you sort of achieve the sort of satisfaction that you were looking for when you started it all so then that kind of the vibe goes to that like sort of positive energy even though you're singing about maybe something that's frustrating or a negative thing just by singing about it Mm. it's kind of becomes a positive thing and I guess that's what art is but I think that's kind of always been our aesthetic to kind of you know be 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 tense and have that uh frustration but then also have the release of like okay like deep breath so and I think that definitely felt like the vibe within sickness and in flames for sure like they all the songs and stuff are sort of coming from this kind of like tense place, like artistically. And then as always through the process of creating, we were able to like, you know, you just kind of able to smile a little bit and mm-hmm. that gets put into the process. What's it, I mean, do you like, even lyrically, do you find that you have to make sure that you, you don't let the darkness get too dark or whatever, because again, you know, most artists, you know, especially, you know, in the last handful of years grappling with, how do I reflect what I'm seeing in the world, you know, through my own lens? I mean, there, there comes a point where that can be overwhelming. I, I mean, I know personally that can be overwhelming. And I, I hear from a lot of other people too. But, but so when you're writing the songs, do you have to make sure like this, this can't be that dark? Like you have to mentally make that choice to go the other way. I don't know. Maybe in some senses yeah. where it's like switch up one word to make it less. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't want to be too devastating. Like, you know, you don't want to bum people out, I think. An example was an older song. I mean, I'm trying to think of an example on a newer record. Um, anyway, there, we had released a single, I think it was a single called End of the Summer. I think it was last year. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a line in it that is, says like, you know, something about like how I deserve it and you deserve it too. And it was like when I had sing it, I remember like really kind of feeling like, ooh, that feels like kind of dark, you know, like. I deserve this, but also you deserve this too, you know? And everybody kind of agreed like, ooh, that's a little bit intense, you know? Even though it wasn't like the most, you know, it was nothing graphic or anything, but like that's the type of energy that I feel like, you know, you're trying to get to, 
you know, you're trying to hit that point of like, ooh, did I, is this, how does this feel, you know? So I think it's more about just going for it, like, and like trying to hit that wall or hit that darkness and then taking it back if you need to. I mean, like we have the song Father from back in the day that was like about hitting my dad with a bat, you know? So, and people would come up to get, you know, back to kind of what you were saying first. It's like people would come up to me and say, oh my God, that's the funniest song I've ever heard in my life. And then some people would say, you know, that's really, that song makes me cry. So like that energy of how some, some people are like laughing about it and some people are crying about it. Like that's kind of what we always try to achieve like emotionally, which is a, a confusing emotion, you know, it's confusing, so. Well, it adds nice layers. I mean, even to just one specific song, I mean, you know, as a, as a fan of music, you want to latch onto a song and then continue to get something out of it time and time again. I mean, I think that's, that's what I hope for. And I think it changes. It allows it like the, the, there's a power like in the mystery, you know, and it, because we've always kind of held on to that, the listener is able to, it, the song is theirs, you know, I feel right. like it doesn't, it doesn't have anything to do with us once people hear the song. And, you know, I want you to listen to a song and then love it. And then if you come back to it five years later and it makes you laugh instead of cry, it's like that, that's the ultimate goal. That's, you know, to, for the art, itself to change I guess you do yeah like as the person does that's a very uh that's art baby yeah how, how does this pick up from uh, story-wise I guess I should say how does this pick up from the last record with Going Gray because you know as as people wrote about it there was a, a lot of um you know looking back at that you know uh checking the passage of time where does this record find you further along that like how what's, what's the next step after that I mean I think this record for us was like clearing the space out and like going back to like it's Brian and I and like that's how we should do that's how we should approach everything with this record going forward kind of like getting it back to us and taking control again and then yeah kind of from there I think refreshing it like you yeah. know that's kind of always like with each new record you just try to refresh you know you it's kind of like a reaction to whatever you did before so you know and it is fucked up like our lives like me and Matt we this is everything for us like this is i totally identify as like a member of the front bottoms you know so that's like my entire life so it is kind of hard like when it's like oh what i basically when i'm older i will look back at like each album and be able to put myself in the years that i was making that album so that's like a very important thing for me as well like in terms of catalog of music you know i'm I'm trying to build like we're we're trying to build a catalog of music that you know can sort of tell a story and I think really I don't know how like the story is going to end like lots of times things just work out like you know I think of like even just the names of the album like back on top and all the other names I can't remember uh -huh. right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. but it is like yeah going great it's like it does feel like you know, I'm getting, I got gray hairs now. We both got gray hairs. So that was like what going gray literally was like from our lives. Like, okay, now we're going gray. And then in sickness and in flames was very, I got married this past year and, you know, just crazy stuff like in the world with where it's at now. So I think that it's just kind of like, it really is a life of its own. And like when it, when it's over, that's how we'll know. Like we'll know in hindsight, I'm learning that in hindsight is when you really are able to figure everything out. I guess obviously. Mm -hmm. And like with the art as well, like I can look back and be like, holy shit, like that's what that meant, you know, or like kind of reflect on it and be like, oh, that's why 
that's why we did that. It all makes sense now. So I think that that's not only with like our personal lives, but with the art, it's like very much how we try to approach it. Just like naturally let it develop to wherever it is. It was nice too, because this record we started demoing, like we would just go away to like a cabin somewhere. One, one time we flew out to California for two weeks and just kind of like drove up and down the coast and just like made some music which ended up being like maybe one of the songs that's on the record, but it was still like a nice relaxing process of it all. When it was some of these uh, songs, obviously, as you're saying, there, there's enough room for interpretation to, for, for that idea to grow, to, to have something to look back on. There are other moments on the song that seem, uh, on the album that seem very, very specific. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll bring up the, uh, the latest single with uh, Montgomery Forever because uh, that seems like something that's, that's very specific, like, uh, you know, the travel log of life. First off, what Montgomery are we talking about here? Uh, well, you know, like I said, it's up to the listener. But that, for me, that was uh, a street in Jersey City. Like, a, I think it was housing. A, yeah, development. housing development, like in Jersey City on Montgomery that uh, they demolished. I think they built condos or something. But so we went and watched them, like, blow up the building. It was, like, really early in the morning. And it was totally surreal, like, I did not know what to expect, but it just, I actually, I think I started to cry because it was like so loud. And then this insane massive structure was like gone within seconds. And like the dust, it was just like a totally kind of feeling that stayed with me. And then as we were leaving, there was a woman with a shirt on that said Montgomery forever. And that's kind of like when I was like, oh shit, like this was like, these were people's homes, you know, like this, either like a family histories and stuff and I was like oh so though all those emotions whatever that is like that's where the experience came from and that's what kind of when we made the song that's where the lyrics came from at least you know like used to live here now they're blowing it up you know and then you know stuff like that and then I for verses kind of cherry pick I have like a bunch of demos and we'll see what kind of vibe and the energy fits it and then just kind of go from there so so things are like a little bit disconnected but because it's all in the same song you can kind of find like your own sort of narrative with it so right because that's uh, and and for me that's exactly what i did awesome. because you know there, there are those things you know as we're talking i think weaving in and out through this interview about how things change in your life and some of those you just can't control some of those are just taken from you and, right. and you know when i hear that song it's kind of one of those like here's a childhood home. Here's where all of my memories are. Right. It wasn't me that walked away. You know, it was, I mean, that's awesome. That's yeah. an interesting yeah, way to come from that anyway. That's yeah, totally. totally. And, and that comes back up. I mean, uh, you know, again, it must've been somewhat of an important little idea because we hear Montgomery forever again, shouted in leaf piles. Yes, absolutely. I mean, me and Matt have always, always tried to do like the Easter egg thing and put, you know, just layer upon layer upon layer. And a lot of that stuff happens. And like we were just saying, like, we don't even realize it until like two years later. We're like, holy shit, like, look at this. Look at how perfect this worked out, you know? A perfect one, <laughs> example like that, something we didn't even know is like in Montgomery, the bridge, this, that wearing a mask, you can still see my face. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's- Oh, no, no, that's a different one. That's, that's another new song. But it was just like, yeah. here's everyone, or I am the uh, virus. Yeah, that's Montgomery. Yeah. I'm the virus. Right. Just like, why the hell are we writing about viruses? Yeah, when I know that this shit's coming. And like wearing a mask, <laughs> but you can still see my face. Like, there's like lyrics that when you look back, you're like, whoa. Yeah. 
but that's but suddenly like that's what this record becomes eventually in hindsight like this is the pandemic record you didn't mean it to be that way again this is something out of out of your control but you know as as you look back there's going to be some kind of uh context that that that's what it's put in like oh this is the one we released during the pandemic you know and exactly and you know we i think that's why we because like everybody when the pandemic and everything was going on and is still going on um you know we i lost my mind like it was a very weird scenario just you know everybody had those feelings but you know with all the tours we canceled and everything like that it, it was just like wow okay like just to go back to what you said, like you have no control and it could always get worse. That was kind of always my vibe. And, you know, I had my appendix taken out and I had to cancel a few shows, like maybe three months before the pandemic. And then, like I said, I got married. So in sickness and in flames meant something totally, totally different. And now it's like, holy shit. Like we were actually talking about the world. Like, you know, even though we were trying to make it about us now, like all the other records, it doesn't really have anything to do with us. It's pretty crazy how that works out. Uh, I also love how it's all tied together uh, because, uh, you know, within the, between the songs, obviously you get a lot of, of these moments and everything. It, are, are we hearing mostly studio chatter? Is that what's happening? Uh, some of it is like voice memos, a lot of voice memo yeah. stuff. I'm always kind of recording like on my phone, like when I'm having a conversation, I know Matt does that a lot too. So just about kind of going back and being like, oh, that's, that makes sense. That's cool. That's interesting. Yeah, I had like a nice like chime bell recording on my phone that I was like, oh, this could fit in there. Yeah. So we stuck that in one. And I think there was definitely a conscious effort to like make it one flowing thing. It felt kind of appropriate to do that with this album, uh, like just kind of with the flow of it. So we knew before we even made the songs that that was kind of the structure we wanted to just kind of continue one song all the way through. So with that in mind, you're kind of able to plan ahead and like, oh, I'm going to record on my voice memo and then think two months later, like, oh, I have this, you know, the birds in my backyard chirping, whatever, you know, so it's, it's, and like, that's the art of it, you know, and that's, that's really the fun part, like for me personally, is like the in-betweens of the songs and like Mm -hmm. the interludes are very important because that's like kind of what makes it for me. Yeah, I love hearing that. When you do that, how much is, I mean... How close does this come when you're putting those pieces together to being a concept record or trying to tell, you know, an, a story over an arc? I mean, is that part of the desire at all? You know, it's not part of the desire, but it does work out like that. Like without us even really kind of mm-hmm. wanting that control, it kind of just makes it more of a story and more of a like a beginning and a middle and an end. So I do like that. Not that I do it intentionally. That would I'd be lying if I said that I was intentionally trying to do it, but you know, I think it's amazing that it works out sometimes. So I do appreciate that. See, I, I think you guys, I mean, just hearing the songs, you know, knowing the songs that I've heard through the years and everything, like, like the, the great front bottoms of rock opera, I, it doesn't <laughs> seem like that would be far off at this point. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I could, that, that might be what we're doing next. You know? Well guys, uh, I so enjoy this record. Uh, seriously. It was one of my favorite lists. I mean, right from when camouflage came out, you knew something special. This, this record is something special and, and I've loved everything that's come out of it so far. Thank so. you so much. Yeah. Man. It really is like, you know, the more I think about it and like how I said at the beginning, like having the realization at this point in my life, like, holy shit, this is like who I am, you know, like, this is my life's work. And I know you probably feel the same way, right? Like, this is our entire life's work. So 
when you say like, oh, yeah, I, first person to tell us that. Yeah, like <laughs> really, really appreciate that for yeah. real. Uh, thank you both so much for taking the time to talk about it too. Uh, looking forward to hearing how these drive-in concerts uh, turn yeah. out. You know, it's the wave of the future right now, at least the wave of the present. So it's we're on the forefront. <laughs> All right, guys, take care, stay healthy out there, be safe, and we'll see you soon. You too, man. Likewise. My thanks to the Front Bottoms, the new record in sickness and in flames. Thanks to you as well for checking out this episode. Before you get out, I do hope you'll hit the subscribe button, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, anywhere that you like to get your podcast from. Hit that subscribe button. We'll bring you brand new interviews every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Then after that, head to WFPK.org, where I do a show Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. That's an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews. Again, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound has your music and film news you can find me on the social media spots as well facebook instagram twitter all of them at kyle meredith and that does it for another edition i'm kyle meredith i'll see you next time Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.